Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your World Weather Update for Thursday, October the 19th. Well, not a lot has changed for South America. It's going to be another hot few days in center west Brazil, as well as Bolivia and central and northern parts of Paraguay. Yesterday, temperatures once again in that region were in the range of 100 to 111 degrees. We will see most of that heat staying right there for these next few days, taking us through the weekend. Next week, there will be some increase in cloud cover and some increase in shower activity, which will help to bring the temperatures back down just a little bit more into the 90s to near 100 degrees. And the excessive temperatures, those that are up around 110 or 111, are not occurring in center west Brazil. Most of those are in Paraguay. Nevertheless, it's still too hot, and for the seedlings and recently emerged crops, it still is too much heat and dryness and there will be some need for replanting as time moves forward. The showers and thunderstorms that are advertised to begin next week are certainly going to evolve but I think that you'll find that it's more erratic than what at least the GFS model has been predicting. The European model has the better upper hand on this scenario and yes there will be some showers next week but they will not be all that impressive and the amount of moisture that's going to occur will still have a tough time countering evaporation because temperatures are only going to be in the upper 90s and lower 100s still and that's still too much heat for what little rain will be falling. We do expect Argentina to see a good chance for rain coming up this weekend and periodically through the following week. The odds are good that many areas will pick up on some moisture and the crop stress levels will be reduced. The moisture profile will increase uh, but it will only be temporary and we'll likely see a need for additional moisture but at least there will be enough precipitation to improve wheat conditions and enough precipitation to support a little more corn and sunseed planting. It won't be long before soybeans start going into the ground there and this rain is very important but it is going to be imperative that there's follow-up moisture. It's still too wet in southern Brazil and that's going to be an ongoing event although we don't have any big excessive rain events coming up right away. Nevertheless it's going to be too wet for farming activity and wheat quality will continue the pits. In Australia no change. They are still looking at a dry bias through the next 10 days and we're focusing in on western Australia in particular because they have the poorest moisture profile and they have the majority of the reproduction and filling underway at the moment and all of that's going to result in lower yields. In India there's not much to chat about. We still have that dryness in Andhra Pradesh and neighboring areas where there's some cotton rice and some ground nuts that are going to end up yielding poorly this year because of the persistent dryness in that, pro in that state. Uh, we do expect though to see some of the neighboring areas do a little bit better with production. China weather still looks to be well mixed over the next 10 days with a limited amount of rain for wheat and rapeseed planting and harvesting of summer crops should advance favorably. Southern China will be seeing much greater amounts of rainfall and some of that will be enhanced by tropical storm Samba which is going to continue to have an influence because of its presence in the Gulf of Tonkin. Heat and dryness continues to be a threat in Indonesia, the southern part of that country, still chronically dry. Temperatures again yesterday were 100 to 102 degrees Fahrenheit in western Java. That's unusually hot and uh, typical of an El Nino event that's been prevailing for a while. The rest of Indonesia saw a lot of 90 degree temperatures, so they aren't escaping the heat. Malaysia and Philippines are, are still seeing a favorable distribution of rain, so they aren't just hung up on this El Nino event that's impacting Indonesia as much. 
much. Western parts of Europe are still poised to go into a very wet mode. Some of the early rain began to occur yesterday. We'll see the precipitation increase in frequency and intensity as we move forward through the next 10 days, and there will eventually be some risk of local flooding. At the middle and lower parts of the Danube River Basin in southeastern parts of Europe are not going to be involved with that. There may be a little bit of rain for the middle Danube in the second week of the forecast, but uh, the lower parts of that river basin will stay dry, and many of those areas are too dry for establishing winter crops in a favorable manner. Tropical Storm Norma will reach the southern tip of Baja California as we go into the end of this weekend, and uh, we'll see some of that moisture streaming across uh, Mexico and eventually into the southern U.S. plains. That system continues to be up for a lot of debate as to how much it's going to contribute to rain in the U.S. hard red winter wheat areas. Some heavy rain is possible. Uh, I do believe that the amount of moisture that's going to come to the states will be somewhat restricted. However, there's an upper-level low-pressure system that's going to be coming in from the southwest just after Norma's moisture pushes into the plains, and so the potential for condensing out greater volumes of rain is relatively good. After that, cold surges come in for next week, two of them, and each one will progressively drop temperatures down across western Canada as well as the central United States. We do expect the coldest temperatures of the season to show up, and we are also expecting to see some significant snow develop. Right now, it looks like the northwest plains and portions of the northern Rocky Mountains will be the primary recipient of that snow, but I fully expect to see a low-pressure center in the upper Midwest that will likely induce a snowstorm there as well. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.